Welcome to What's Happening in 40K. Your daily dose of all things Warhammer 40,000. Each day, Monday through Friday, we explore the Warhammer 40,000 tournament scene. And bring you the latest news, updates, and opinions. So, whether you're a seasoned veteran or a newcomer to the hobby, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us as we delve into the world of 40K. Here's your host, Mufasa. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode. This is the second of our special episodes we are doing this morning about the 10th edition launch. So if you haven't listened to the first one, that one covers all of the Games Workshop confirmed announcements about 10th edition. And this episode is much more about how those announced changes to the game are going to be impacting the event scene generally, but the UKTC scene specifically. And we'll talk a few times about our specific events that are on the horizon because obviously we have the lead super major launching friday 2 p.m it's going to be our second biggest event in the country and potentially the third biggest event in the world that is coming out end of summer that's an august event and we'll talk a little bit about the rest of our events because they are going to be impacted heavily by 10th edition so without further ado we can give to you the biggest change the biggest change is the new app is going to work so if this app works as intended we are going to probably see the uh, demise of our, these third-party apps and websites that most people have been using in the event scene so if we if we anticipate that this is going to have list building functionality as well as missions and rules and all that sort of jazz in there we may have a one-stop shop for all competitive 40k related uh, you know, rules and things we need to interact with at the gaming table this should help make gameplay much more simple um they've already mentioned a bunch of times that the whole game is going to be simplified what we can hopefully see is basically the need for no more sideboards right none of us want to have a little side space at the end at the edge of our tables we're just piled up with books so while we'll still try to maintain giving you guys all the extra space you need um the concept here is, is that we're going to have you know a game that's focused on the game rather than on the you know our bookshelves at home so that's first and foremost you know a really big change uh, second biggest change of course is you know how the game is going to work that is not really what i'm going to talk about today so if you want to hear about that go listen to the first episode what we're going to talk about now really is about how this is going to impact our events so 10th edition has been confirmed but of course we have many more events to come until it finally hits the uh, the gaming store shelf so so without further ado, that I'm going to announce a new ranking circuit. The UKTC circuit is unaffected. That will still go LGT to LGT as planned. But we are announcing the King of Ninth. This is a new circuit that we have already got up and running. And it is a ranking circuit based upon all our UKTC events that we have run throughout the whole of Ninth Edition. So in summary, similar to the ITC, but instead of running on an annual basis, this is an addition basis circuit. So we're going to pull up the rankings for that now, and we'll tell you a little bit about some of the uh, the key key players in this in this uh, new competition. Because we're going to have a separate award, just like we do for the UKTC for each of the faction winners and for the overall champion. And we'll pull up a couple of the people who are placing highly at the moment, and uh, and then we'll post a link in the description to the to the uh, current rankings. So currently ranked fourth is Ewan Bedford Cooper. We're going to go through some of his results because this will give you a good example about where you people are drawing their scores from. 
So, King of Ninth overview for you and Bedford Cooper. His top four current scoring events are the Southampton GT that's just happened. So, this is our most recent event, and he came 10th there. But then we also have in there uh, his fifth place scoring from the LGT and his 12th place scoring from the LGT, because, of course, this is all of our ninth edition events. So, it covers both of those. Most people, I think, that have attended both of our LGT events in ninth edition can expect to see those be featuring prominently in their overall score. But he's also got a fifth place in the Birmingham Super Major. That would have been almost exactly a year ago. It would have been last May. So we're seeing a great diversity there of you know where he's getting his score from. He's also got Unconquerable in there, a London Open from February. I believe that was like two years ago. So this is sort of how people's scores are being made up. Now, the top 10 is currently visible for the overalls, as is the top five for teams and the top three for various number of factions that are the ones that BCP tracks automatically. So for example, Adeptus Soratus, or however it's pronounced, we currently have Mitch Beard in first, we have Aiden Brocklehurst in second, and we have Alex Jins in third. And that is going to be the case across all the different factions. You'll be able to see where you're ranking. And uh, that is for the whole of ninth edition. So what is going to be happening with the King of Ninth? When is the changeover going to be happening to 10th edition? So we don't know exactly. And even if we did, we wouldn't be able to tell you. But um, we're expecting the new edition sometime in summer. That's being confirmed. And we have two summer events currently scheduled. We've got the Bristol Super Major. This is a sort of 400 to 500-ish attendee event. And that is in June. And then we also have the Leeds Super Major. As I mentioned, this goes on sale on Friday at 2 p.m. And that's going to be a massive event. And it is in August. Now, if previous edition launches have been anything to go by, ninth edition launched on July 1st or around that time. So if the new edition comes at exactly the same sort of window, this is a release window that's in large part determined by the European summer break in August where everything shuts down. All the games workshop stores, all the hobby stores across Europe basically shut for August. If the new edition comes at the same time as usual, then we will have the last Super Major of ninth edition, the Bristol Super Major in June. And we potentially will have the first Super Major of 10th edition with the lead Super Major in August. Now, of course, this is purely speculation. This is purely going off previous trends and the fact that we know it's coming in summer. But this is going to be massive for the UK to see. Event scene is going to basically be that we get to round off the edition, telling the world what the edition ultimately looked like in terms of the meta, how you guys ultimately performed throughout the whole of ninth edition via the King of Ninth circuit, and then you know getting off the new edition to an absolute bang, you know, with 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 the lead super major. Now this is going to be an incredibly exciting transitionary period. Obviously, it's going to be very challenging for us as event organizers to adapt our terrain as necessary and very quickly. Mission choices, mission structures, all of these things are still going to be unknowns. And we basically, even if we know things that we're under NDA to discuss, we won't be able to discuss them. So the packs obviously won't be able to come out until the edition itself is launched. So this is going to be a, a period of great adaption. We're going to have to be very flexible. And uh, basically what that means is how our rules cutoffs are going to have to be, number one, very well defined. Uh, but then number two, be flexible when needed because we're not going to necessarily know if a FAQ for a whole index is going to come out two, two or three days before an event or something like that. So we ask all of you to bear with us as we go through this flexible and adaption uh, period. Um, but if we do get a confirmed edition change in the period before a Super Major, so this is assuming that the edition, say, comes out on a Friday before a Super Major, so we've got, say, five days, um, before the event to to see if we want to use it and obviously list cutoffs for our events at the Sundays before event, we will not be using a new edition. 
we're not going to make everyone learn a new edition in a week. So for some people, this would be completely impossible if they have other things going on. And obviously, with the change in army construction, we can't reasonably expect people to buy new armies or new models in a couple of days because obviously the submission will be, say, two days before a, uh, a release. So that is not what we're going to do. For the rest of ninth edition, we will be maintaining our current cutoff dates for new rules. So this is basically... You have to have your rules at hand by the time registration opens. That's the fundamental principle. And then list cutoff and everything is obviously the Sunday before the event. So as a concept, that is not going to change for the remainder of the edition. When we get 10th edition, they've already said all the rules are going to come out on day one. So we can basically say we'll be playing the rules as the rules from our first super major of 10th. But we're going to have three years of new codexes, guys. So we're going to have to go through that same process we went through with ninth, where you know maybe we get four codexes in a six-week period, and we're going to have to be constantly adapting um, to which ones are, are usable and which ones aren't. So the chances are, this is not confirmed, but the chances are we will probably tronicate our rules cutoff period so that people can use their new codexes as soon as possible as they come out. And that is, of course, assuming that the Codex releases are similar to what we've seen before because with the new way armies are built, they may not be releasing Codexes as, as we currently know them. And if the app does work, we're obviously expecting digital releases and digital updates much more rapidly than the current FAC process. So we ask you all to you know give us a little bit of leeway as we try to work out how that's going to be like the best way to both manage the admin side of running the event but also making sure that you get to use all your new toys and uh, your new rules as soon as possible. Um, that's about it for now in terms of our, uh, our fresh announcements. Like I said, most of what we've discussed now is basically like speculation on top of what's been confirmed. We're going a lot off pace, basically previous trends that Games Workshop has indicated, you know, when summer releases are likely to happen. So this is not confirmed. This is not me making an announcement about what our pack's going to be when and uh, all of that sort of stuff. It's very much a case of like if things that have happened in the past continue in the future, then this is basically what to expect. But we'll include a link to our Kings of Ninth rankings in the uh, description of this episode. It'll also be up on the Warhammer Tournaments website. And uh, for anyone that's not got a ticket yet to any of our upcoming events, we have the London Open in April. That's actually selling pretty well. That's going to be probably around 150 players. And uh, that is the second week of April. We've obviously got Manchester coming up this weekend where we get a great indication of like what what the current meta is before and after you know the people start thinking about 10th and then of course we've got the birmingham team tournament in may the bristol super major in june as i've been mentioning the august lead super major that launches tomorrow at 2 p.m and then of course the big one the lgt is coming up end of september this will be the biggest event to date for 10th edition if it's out by that point in time um, it will very much be the you know if we have the first bigger super major with with leads if that happens then uh, this will be you know the first of the sort of crowning jewels of the event calendar and uh, we very much hope that one of you one of our listeners one of our regular attendees can come away with the trophy this year so thanks very much for listening and we hope to have more announcements for you as and when the previews come out we won't do them for everything i'm not going to talk about the line and that sort of stuff but anything that comes out that does directly impact the uktc scene we're going to start doing these little episodes rather than writing blog posts or whatever, so you can keep you all up to date. But for the purposes of clarity, because I know everyone likes to take things that are said by judges and referees and TOs out of context, our published packs will always be the definitive part of our event processes. So if anything I say contradicts anything in there, 
those are the gold standard. Everything I say here is more sort of a chit-chatty conversational way that we can start communicating with you guys and hopefully get you engaged and uh, come into more events. So we hope to see you at one sometime soon. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you for tuning in to What's Happening in 40K. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We'd also really appreciate it if you'd help us spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform and recommending us to all your gaming buddies. And, of course, don't forget to subscribe for more great content from What's Happening in 40K. We'll be back next time with even more news, updates, and opinions from the world of Warhammer 40,000. Until next time, thanks for listening.